Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kiley. We're happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by the Blues Insider for The Athletic. He's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. If you go over to The Athletic today, go to the St. Louis News site, you'll see that JR dropped a Blues mailbag this morning. We'll ask a little bit about that coming up here in just a minute. JR, how you doing, man? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, just wrapped up a half-hour interview with uh, one of USA Hockey's uh, chief medical advisors, Dr. Stewart, and uh, 30 minutes on the phone, hung up with him, and the first thing is you say we're going to be talking blues hockey coming up next. Well, oh, good. So you didn't hear what he said prior to all of that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear any of the bad stuff. Good. It's just, good, good, just good, good, exclusively good. the good stuff. Uh, JR, looks like Jordan Cairo <laughs> went down in practice today. How bad is this? <laughs> I think I heard him. I don't want to quote him because he was 15 feet away in the locker room, but when he came in, I think I heard him say, I'm never going to stand in front of the net again. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> respect. <laughs> Craig Broome is going to be preaching, preaching net front presence, and Kyra's like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> no more me. of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. It looked painful, boys. He was sitting on that bench for quite a few minutes, bent over. So we were definitely, yeah, the media feeling for him there. Well, the good news is it wasn't a Colton Pareko shot, so. Yeah. Otherwise, you might yeah. not be playing tonight if that's yeah. the case. You ain't lying. All right, Jared, let, let's talk a little bit about this Blues team. Because over the weekend, I, I've been skeptical. I've, I've been out front and honest about this. I've been skeptical of the Blues for most of the season. Their first eight games, I thought, were... I mean, they're, they're preventing these high-danger shots, but they're also not generating any offense whatsoever. And then over the weekend, they legitimately played well. How much are you buying into what we saw in those two games? I think you have to buy in a little bit. I think you do. Um, you know, you, you ask yourself some questions. Did it take a little while to kind of get comfortable with the defensive system and, and kind of learn how to uh, turn that into some transition and offense? And you're so much focused on the D. You know, maybe you're not getting in on the forecheck at the other end and, and creating like you could be. And so, obviously, we didn't see many goals for those first eight games. And we also, Alex and I have talked a lot about this, trying to compete with some of these faster teams, it just didn't look like the Blues were going to have a chance. But the one thing that caught my eye in these two games, and I mentioned it afterwards, is that it just looks like they're a lot more connected. And that's what they're going to have to be in, in terms of trying to play and keep up with some of these fast teams. They all got to be on the same page, and I think we've seen that in the past uh, couple games. So, you know, there's been some changes, some line changes. Now you got a guy like Robert Thomas looking good on one line and Jordan Cairo, those two are together. He's looking great on the other line. Uh, so some things are going well for the Blues right now. But, guys, I just think they're playing with a lot more confidence. And when you get those results, it just kind of feeds into it. Jer, I, I talked about this yesterday. We talked about it on the Last Minute Blues podcast. But I know you had a nugget on it in your uh, mailbag. Are we starting to see the emergence of Jordan Cairo and I'll put Robert Thomas into this conversation as stars in the league? I think so. I think that, you know, it remains to be seen what level of star we're talking about. I don't think we're, we're talking Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, you know, those types of guys. Uh, and I don't think that anybody's saying that, but I think that 
there's another level of star power in this league, and I think those two guys have the potential. And, you know, let's keep in mind there's a big difference between top five picks in the NHL draft and a second-round pick like Jordan Cairo. There's a reason that you don't go drafted in, until the second round, and it's taken him some time to figure it out, and maybe he hasn't completely gotten it figured out yet. But I think when you look at the numbers, Alex, I know you've probably touched on them. I had one in my mailbag today. Among all active players right now who have played 300 NHL games or less, Jordan Kyrou's number two in points with 201, only behind Dallas's Jason Robertson. So, you know, you put him in a class with a, a Jason Robertson, I think that's what we're talking about. So these guys have the skill. Might take them a little while to get to the level that everybody expected, but I think there's a good chance they do. JR, what's the team saying about Jordan Bennington's performance so far this year? Yeah, everything you can imagine in terms of uh, how good he's been. And let's face it, you know, as, as bad as those uh, first eight games were in terms of the inconsistency part of it, uh, he definitely got them a couple wins. Uh, that's uh, just honesty, I think, from everybody. Uh, he's been great. He's been dialed in. Um, so I think that if that can continue, if they can get comfortable with this defensive system and now we start to see some offense flow from it, look, nobody is saying this is a Stanley Cup contender or they're going to uh, get one of those top three spots in the Central Division. But this is a team that, like I was thinking going into this season, could be competitive and could play for one of those wild card spots. Speaking of that, that defensive system, JR, they're sixth best in the NHL in terms of goals allowed. Now, a lot of this is because of Jordan Bennington, but you also have this defensive structure holding up the opponents at the blue line and really collapsing in that high danger zone area. Is that sustainable all season? That's the biggest question, you know, because you're talking about asking these guys to go out there 82 times and just kind of stand in the way, basically, is, is what you're doing. You know, how much fun is it? And, you know, what happens? You get to January and you're counting the bruises on your on your legs. But you know, other teams, yeah. yeah, that wasn't on his leg. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, you guys. So <laughs> every time somebody talks about it, I feel the pain. But uh, I, I, I just think it's a situation where if success stems from it, and that's obvious, Mr. Obvious, I get it. But. You know, there's a lot of times in the league where the system doesn't work, and it might be a great system, but if you don't kind of see the, the reward if you're a player, then it's easy to give up on that. So that's the biggest thing here is, um, is it sustainable, Alex, is your question? I think it is based on, you know, how well you perfect it and play it, and then how much do the players enjoy the success they're having, and they say, to themselves this is what we need to do to win and be successful jr final question that i've got for you and you can read jr's great work over at the athletic and follow him on twitter at jp rutherford kasperi kapanen's a guy that's kind of opened up what that top line has been capable of in the last couple of games i've really liked what he's brought with thomas and buchnevich what have you seen from him since bumping up to that top line yeah, I think pretty good. I think that uh, he's definitely got the speed. I, I think he's reliable. I think you can count on him in you know a, a lot of different areas of the ice. Uh, but the big question is, you know, is he a guy that can play quote unquote top line right wing alongside Robert Thomas? Is that who you want up there? Well, I think right now with with uh, Thomas and Kyrou split up, you don't have a ton of options. So he's kind of one of your few options. But I asked Craig Bruby that question, and I don't know if you guys have had a chance to air his uh, response, but I asked him today. Is he a guy that you could keep up there with Robert Thomas? And here's what he said. He said that uh, I don't know what happened in Pittsburgh, you know, in terms of uh, why they soured on him in Pittsburgh. But he said, I think that he lost some confidence in his offense, but he thinks that he's regaining that slowly. So obviously playing with a Robert Thomas, that can help you 
regain your confidence if you're playing well. So it's an option there. I don't say at this point of the season, 10 games in, that's a strong option. And we'll see him on the right wing with, with Thomas, you know, a majority of the year. Uh, but I think in terms of the Blues lineup, what they got, who can play up there, if he can regain some of that confidence offensively, like Craig Burby said, he can be a guy. Hey, I mean, you look at what they had up at the top line last year to try to be able to gain confidence hey, from some of those Josh Levo's players. tearing it up right now overseas. I will just tell you that Kasperi Kapanen is a significant improvement in that regard. Oh, I, sure. I yep. need to pull up Josh Levo. Levo's got three goals in six games over in the KHL. Yep. Wow. Uh, point taken. JR, appreciate the time as always, my man. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you, boys.